Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeVolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10:30 a.m. Eastern Live. Coming at you. You know what that means? It's come to get. It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high performance, high altitude life. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here each and every single Wednesday at 10:30 a.m. Eastern. And, of course, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you, as always, by flywithjt.com. That is flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, as well as stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community, including something very exciting. We've been doing, uh, just over the past week or so, extra episodes of the High Altitude Mentorship Show, and you can find those by going over to jtdebolt.com and uh, looking for the podcast tab there. And uh, you can listen to the other episodes that we do five days a week, Monday through Friday. This one here, of course, is live coming at you and stoked as always because today's episode, I think, is something extremely important for high performers. High performers are a different breed, I'm sure you'd agree. Whether you're an entrepreneur, an athlete, an executive, or if you're an aviator, a commando, first responder, anybody who plays the game at a high level, anybody who plays that or you know, really operates from a different playbook understands that the stage for high performers that we play on is a very different one. It's a very high-stakes kind of game. We play on the big stage because that's what we were born to do. That's what we're drawn to. We're not here to play small. We're not here to play you know, just sort of, sort of halfway. We're all in. We're playing this game to win. We're playing the game full out. And because of that, there can be a lot of pressure that comes with playing the game big time, playing it full out. Understanding how to perform on the bigger stages in business and in life, particularly those high-pressure situations, is key and essential to the high-performance playbook. I want to talk about this because I've heard some very interesting things recently from some extremely bright people that I think is important to share. And it got me thinking about my past as a naval aviator and some of the ways that we were pushed to perform at a better, you know, at a higher level under pressure. They put us under pressure in order to, to really refine out some of our best performance. And there was, a, there was a systematic approach to it that I'm going to share with you today. But I've found this to also be true as I've done research on athletes and high-performing organizations, as I've had the privilege of working with some, some truly, really pretty tremendous organizations in the business world. And, of course, the individuals that, that I have the privilege of coaching and working with. This high-pressure game that we play as high performers is something that we're drawn to and attracted to. And yet, at the same time, even if it's something that you love, it's a little bit like playing with fire at times, isn't it? You play with fire, you're going to get burned eventually. And in the high-performance world, if you play the game big enough, you play it long enough, there comes a time when you can almost feel it. You can feel it in the moment. 
and sometimes you don't realize it till afterwards, but if you feel it in the moment, you get it. And if you don't see it till afterwards, you can look back at the, quote, game film, which in the business world might just look like results, might look like feedback, might look like a survey result. In the sports world, it definitely is game film, but you can look at that as evidence and as a metric by which to measure your performance. And it's, it's only a matter of time before the high performer finds themselves not necessarily stage fright or scope blocked or, you know, sort of deer in the headlights, but just a place where that pressure can become too much. I'm going to give you five keys to performing better under pressure today, and I want to share it with you from a place of experience. Now, when I flew in the Navy, we had uh, constant, constantly what they called pilot trainers, which was basically a flight that you'd go up in the airplane, a, a real flight, not a simulator, and you'd fly with an instructor. And the instructor pilot's sole purpose was to put you under pressure to see how you could handle what we would call a compound emergency. So a compound emergency might look like an engine failure. It might look like an electrical system failure. It might even look like an engine fire. They could simulate these kinds of things without actually putting the engine uh, in, in a place where it was on fire. But they would, they would give you that single emergency, which in and of itself would be something that would, that would be, you know, the, occupy the center of your attention. And it was incumbent upon us to be able to draw upon our knowledge and our experience and our preparation to handle that, emer that emergency almost by rote memory via the checklist, which meant, of course, you had to have the preparation in place to memorize the checklist. You had to know the procedure cold. You had to understand exactly what was going on with the aircraft, had to have a good, thorough understanding of the aircraft systems. And above all that, of course, the aircraft is still flying through the air, so you have to be able to aviate the aircraft, navigate it around, and communicate over the radios. Aviate, navigate, and communicate was the sort of mantra that they taught us on how to handle any kind of a malfunction or emergency. What was interesting about this is, is that these missions were typically flown in safe, relatively safe airspace. There was no combat mission attached to it. It was a regular routine planned and even scheduled event. So you knew it was coming. And even with all of that said, the pressure could be quite intense because we're being graded on our ability to not just handle the emergency, even though it was a simulated emergency, but also to demonstrate our, our knowledge and our skill sets to the, to the in-flight instructors. What I'm going to share with you right now is five principles to better performance, five keys to better performance under pressure. I'm going to share these with you not just from the, from the standpoint of a naval aviator, but also from a standpoint of, of people that have been down that path and operate on a high level. As a high performer yourself, listen in and see how you can plug these into your daily practices and your daily behaviors as you go out there and build your business, raise your family, go after your athletic pursuits or your physical pursuits, or whatever your major mission is in life that you're here to accomplish you can plug these five things in for better performance. The first one is what I like to call inoculation, okay? Inoculating yourself to the pressure. And I got that term from uh, an article that I'd read several years ago about how they train Olympians to perform in the Olympics. Because we'll look at an Olympic athlete or even a world-class athlete, a professional athlete, and they'll be performing on the highest stages of sport, and that in and of itself is a very unnatural, strange environment to be in. It's not normal to stand up on the starting blocks 
on the edge of a pool and have the entire world watch you swim for just a few moments of your life for the opportunity to win a gold medal, knowing that within the blink of an eye, you could be winning a silver or maybe even a bronze. That's the difference between a bronze or a silver winner and, of course, the gold winner. So in order to overcome that kind of pressure, they will inoculate them against stress. And I thought when I read that article, it was a great way of looking at it. You see, when you inoculate somebody, what you're doing is essentially infusing a small amount of whatever kind of a virus or, 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 or you know, disease into the person so that their natural antibodies will build up to create a defense system. You build up these antibodies, you build up your, your immune system so that it's better equipped, in theory, to, to fight this disease. Well, the same can be true for stress and pressure. You can inoculate yourself to the pressure by building up these antibodies. And it goes back to a little bit about the story I was telling you about the flight instructors. What they would essentially do is put us in a situation where we had to call upon our knowledge, which meant we had to show up prepared and, have, and having rehearsed the procedures. So in your business and in your life right now, you have to look at those areas where it's high pressure. Maybe it's a sales call that you have to make. Perhaps it's writing that endorsement or writing that, uh, um, you know, that proposal. It's the rehearsal that actually prepares you and inoculates you against the pressure. The rehearsal is what's going to get you from performing at a normal level or a mediocre level and taking you to the next level of high performance. The other part about it is mapping out kind of what I like to think of as worst-case scenarios or contingencies as we call them in the military. The compound emergency in the plane was a great example of that because they'd give you one emergency, which would lead to another, which would lead to another, and before you know it, you've got this emergency, which is two or three deep, and you're, you're, you're sort of having to juggle and prioritize which one's the most important. Going back to that whole aviate, navigate, and communicate uh, you know, structure to make sure that the priority was to aviate the airplane, airplane, fly the plane first, navigate it next, and communicate to the outside world and to your crew. Very important that we had that structure in place, and it came from rehearsal, and it came from mapping out what the worst-case scenario could be. It gives you that sense of clarity and, and mental freedom that if you do that work ahead of time, when the pressure comes on, there isn't as much pressure in the moment because now you're not trying to think and create. You're just executing, and you have the freedom to come up with better solutions in the, in the moment of challenge. The second part, the second step, the second key really to better performance under pressure is to keep things in perspective. Now, I heard a very interesting article, or I should say interview, uh, by a guy. Uh, the, the interview was of a gentleman by the name of Dr. Michael Gervais. And I've followed Dr. Gervais for a while now. He's one of the uh, performance psychologists uh, that's uh, employed by a lot of professional athletes and top-level uh, performers, even in the business world, but certainly he is part of the Seattle Seahawks staff. So Coach Pete Carroll brought him in to help the team perform at a higher level by working on the inner game. And what's interesting about the way the Seattle Seahawks approach everything is they have a mantra of always compete. You probably heard me talk about this on the High Altitude Mentorship Show many times, this concept in, of the value of competition, particularly inner competition meaning you're competing with that person staring back at you in the reflection of the mirror as you're brushing your teeth, right? You. What was interesting as I listened to these interviews with uh, Dr. Gervais is how he was talking about the Seattle Seahawks' preparation is that they treat practice just like a game, and they treat every game like the Super Bowl. 
And so when they get into a high-pressure situation, a must-win, where if you lose, you're out of the playoffs. If you lose, then the game's over. If, you know, then that's the end of the season. They don't allow the event to become more important than it truly is. And I thought that was an interesting way of him putting it. Don't let the event become bigger than it actually is. And that's important for us as, as leaders in our own lives. Even if you don't play in the Super Bowl or you don't play sports, but certainly if you're an athlete, it's applicable. But as an entrepreneur, as an executive, anybody who's operating at a high level and performing under pressure, it's important for us to kind of keep that perspective. The Super Bowl is just another opportunity to perform. That sales call that you're going in to make or that presentation that you're going to give to the board is just another opportunity to perform. That's it. And it may, you may say, but JT, the stakes are very high. There's nothing that can take that away. But you can either allow that reality to crush you. You can either allow that to, to cloud your judgment, to invade your thoughts and slow your performance. Or what you can do is step into it and realize, hey, this is just another opportunity. I've practiced this sales pitch. I've practiced this presentation a thousand times. Now it's just time to do it in front of people that, that I've been practicing for the whole time. And what's interesting is I'm going to do it again when this is all said and done. And I think that's the third part that I want to share with you. The third key is to think of that situation, the high-pressure situation, not as the end game, but as just one more chapter in the book. It's never the end. The question we always have to be asking ourselves as high performers is, what's next? What's the next chapter? What happens after the Super Bowl? What happens after the sales pitch? What happens after the presentation? Whether we win or whether we don't, how do we go next? Like how, do we, how do we continue after that? Because having a new and bigger goal is paramount to keeping momentum, but it's also paramount to keeping the perspective. If we think of it as just another chapter in the book, another page in the chapter of the book even, then suddenly we take some of the stress, some of the sting off of the situation, and more importantly, we keep our eye on the bigger picture. We keep moving forward. Extremely important because it'll keep our feet on the ground, keep us grounded in success, and it'll keep us from kind of losing perspective in defeat. It'll keep us from, from going down that path of self-pity. What's interesting about that, too, is not a lot of perform high performers typically don't go into self-pity. But what high performers have a tendency to do is beat themselves up. And so key number four to better performance under pressure is to watch your language. Literally, watch how you talk to yourself. Watch how you behave towards yourself. Being overly self-critical does not equal better performance. I've tried this for years. I have literally made a life of this. And it wasn't until you know, maybe 10 years ago I decided that that was not the, the way I wanted to go about it. I went through flight school. I went through my professional uh, career as a, as a military aviator, constantly beating myself up for the smallest nitnoid things. Because I had learned that habit form, or that habit pattern. I'd formed that habit through a cycle of behavior and thought process. And to me, at some point, I had connected the dots that if I beat myself up, it somehow equates to better performance. But we know through a lot of research and a lot of science and a lot of data that that is not true. Performance psychologists can show reams of data that demonstrate that when we have a positive or an optimistic attitude towards ourselves, towards our situation, and towards our performance, our performance actually goes up. It would be analogous to wearing a backpack with bricks in it when you beat yourself up, when you're overly self-critical, and then taking that backpack off. 
when you start to give yourself encouragement and start to give yourself you know, sort of self-affirming statements in your mind and belief patterns that you've developed in yourself as you rehearse the action that you're going to take in that event, the high-pressure event. So empowering conversations before, during, and after the competition is important. And remember, this goes back to preparation. It's about that preparation and that inner game that are so critical for better performance under pressure. The fifth of the five keys that I want to share with you today about better performance under pressure is is to don't miss out on the situation on this on the moment. Don't miss the moment. What that means is we have to stay present. Feel the feelings, experience the sights, the sounds, the the awe, feel feel the stress, feel the pressure. Instead of trying to quell it and try, trying to squash it and trying to push it down, it's important to take it all on board and just sort of drink it in and absorb it, marinate in it. I remember one of the uh, one of the flights that I had, training flights that I had in flight training, uh, I was so stressed out because I had worked so hard my entire life to get to become an aviator. And now I'm in flight training. In flight training, the the washout rate was about 82%, an attrition rate of 82%, which mean, meant like 18% were going to graduate from the people that started until they, you know, we ended up getting the wings pinned on our chest. That's a lot. And I remember as much as I had struggled just to get accepted to flight school, as many times as I had been rejected just to become an officer, let alone get accepted to flight school, was so huge. I could feel that pressure and think, man, I've got one shot at this, one. I wish that I had had Dr. Gervais' knowledge about, hey, don't make the situation bigger than it is. But unfortunately, I didn't have it back then. Instead, I was struggling. I was working harder than I needed to. I was performing at a very high level, the highest level possible in aviation. And yet I was so wound up, so tight. And I remember a particular flight that I was flying. It was a training flight, a high-impact you know, uh, high flight where I had to go out and perform. I was being graded on this. This is the type of flight that uh, you know, some of my friends in the past weren't able to complete. And the flight instructor's in the back seat, and I can see him. We had these, you know, the, you had the uh, plexiglass canopy that goes basically shoulder to shoulder. And, um, you know, you've got this beautiful view above and around you in this little training aircraft called the T-34 Mentor. And he's in the back seat, and I can see him through the little rearview mirrors that go along the canopy rail. And he's smiling like he knows something I don't, which is pretty typical for, for a flight instructor. But he said something that that day stuck with me. And I'll never forget this. He said, you know, it's too bad you're getting graded on this because you're missing out on how friggin' cool this is and how true that statement is. It, it really is very true. And I share this with my entrepreneur clients. I share it with my corporate clients. I share it with you here, my listeners on the High Altitude Mentorship Show, because it's so important to remember this test that we're in as we build our high-performance lives, as we build our empires, as we build our teams, as we build ourselves, it's a true gift, and to miss out on that because of the stress or the pressure is a shame. And so the fifth element to high performance is to don't miss that, is to not miss out on that, to stay present in the moment. Yes, yeah, sometimes it means tasting the bitterness of the adrenaline on the back of your tongue. Yes, sometimes it means feeling the fear intensely because you're actually in the moment instead of trying to bury it or squash it. Sometimes it'll, it means allowing that insecurity to kind of brush over you like a wave. But remember, that's all it is. It's just a wave. It's going to wash right over you and wash back. 
when you implement some of the deep breathing techniques and go back to the visualizations that you've done as, as part of your preparation, when you rely on your training, then all it is is stepping up there and executing. So the five keys to better performance under pressure is first to inoculate yourself to the pressure, meaning rehearse it, map it out, map out those worst-case scenarios. And just like the Olympians that inoculate themselves for stress, put yourself in a stressful situation before the Olympics, before the competition, before the Super Bowl, before the sales pitch. Give yourself the what-ifs. What if the projector breaks down? What if the keynote breaks down? What if the computer explodes and fries itself and there's nothing to do but a presentation from, from rote memory? Inoculate yourself against the pressure. Number two is to keep things in perspective. Don't make the event too important, as Dr. Gervais said, but rather give it your best, be as proactive as you can, and practice it as if it was just another day. The event itself is just another opportunity to perform. Remember that. Number three is to remember that the situation is not the end game. This is just one more page in the chapter, one more chapter in the book of your life and your career. Number four is to watch your language. Remember that being overly self-critical does not equal better performance. In fact, it can diminish your performance. Better is to have that positive or at least optimistic approach to how you talk about yourself and how you prepare yourself mentally. And finally, number five, don't miss out on the moment. Stay in the present. Stay in the moment and allow yourself to absorb it and experience it at its fullest. Drink it in. Take it in as an amazing experience because that's exactly what it is. Just as my flight instructor said, it's too bad you're getting graded on this because you're missing out on how cool it is. Remember how cool it is to be a high performer. Remember how cool it is to be on the path and the journey to accomplish your mission. And as you take that on board, that attitude is going to fuel you. It's going to keep you going. And more importantly, it's going to boost your performance, especially under pressure. My friends, the show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. And, of course, you can get yourself over to jtdevolt.com and listen to the past episodes that we do throughout the week as well. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you soon.